You're now tuned in to Life Song Radio, a weekly podcast dedicated to accurately studying the Word of God in a comprehensive and biblical manner. Listen in as host Phil Ramsey and Blake Shankle dig into the Word line by line, verse by verse, leaving no stone unturned. Grab your Bible and your notebook and get prepared to study the living, breathing, active Word of God. Now, here are your hosts of Life Song Radio. Hello and welcome to another episode of Life Song Radio. My name is Blake Shakel, and as always, with me is Mr. Phil Ramsey. Good to see you, Mr. Phil. Good to see you. Yes, sir. What's been going on? Not much. Wait for that music to drop, wouldn't you? Yeah. Wait, waiting for the music Good to drop, time. baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's in rollers. Oh man, what's going on? What's uh? What, how's the week been? It's been good. Been been pretty busy. Uh, excited about tonight. Uh, excited about what you're doing, by uh, the way. Yeah. Uh, we do a men's Bible study on Monday night at our local fellowship at Beaver Baptist Church, yep. and uh, it's really good. Uh, every week we kind of start off with giving uh, the men tools. Yeah, you know, if you're going to build a house, you're going to need some tools. Right? Wouldn't it be sad to tell somebody to go build a house but not give them the tools to do it? Yep. And so we're teaching hermeneutics for the first part of the uh, the the class, going over just basic, hey, grammar. Yeah. Someone said the other day, I didn't know I was taking an English class. Yeah. But yeah, we we should. You know, we need to know kind of basic grammar, like you yeah. said. What's a verb? Yeah. Yeah, it seems like you you say that it's funny, but it seems like we lose also when we, when we come to the Bible, we lose all all our grammar goes out the door, right? You 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 and I we talk about pronouns all the time, right? Who's the pronoun referring mm. to? And, you know these verbs and the in the Greek, like I was teaching the other night in the Greek, there's uh, the, the the kind of action is more important than the time of action, mm. which we we're so worried about. You know, in English, we're just worried about the time of action, past, present, or future. The kind of action is in the Greek, so it's very important as we read. And in fact, we use some of those tools when we do our Bible studies here, yeah. and, and it helps us. So, yeah, uh, our study. Oh, sorry, I, I cut you off, but no, I, we I would, started off with the tools. Yeah, I would say. Uh, years ago, one of the things that just really got me hungry for the word is when I when I did learn how to use those tools, yeah, and how to break scripture down. And I'm still learning, by the way, right. And uh, you know, I'll, as long as you have, you know, we're going over verb tenses and nouns and pronouns and passive and indicative, all these things. I can't remember all that, yeah. but I know where to go to to. to to get that, and so right. that's what we're we're teaching the guys, and and tell us just take a minute or so and tell us what we uh, we're doing. A very I, I just love the Bible study we're doing. Yeah, we Jesus Unmasked by Todd Friel, which Richard Radio, and and it's a uh, it's a great study. I, I call it it's a we're studying a book, but yet it's a Bible study for through a book is the way mm-hmm. I, I explain it. And, and what it is is it looks at the types and shadows in the Old Testament of Jesus Christ. These these type these fuzzy pictures of Jesus that we. See see in the Old Testament uh, uh, come alive in the New Testament, but what Todd does is is he, he just takes what the New Testament calls a type of Christ or a shadow of Christ, which could be, which we learned the other night, was the ark. Yeah. Right? The ark and the atonement, right? The atonement, the pitch that was placed on the outside of the ark, the waters of judgment couldn't penetrate the ark because of the atonement, this pitch that was placed on the outside. There's one door into the ark, right, of, of salvation, if you will, and so this points... 
to Christ. Now, you, if you were reading that time, you wouldn't know it was Christ, but yet it's pointing this yeah. picture from the very beginning. We're weaving this, God is woven this uh, scarlet thread all the way from the very beginning through Genesis, all the way through the end of Revelation, but this scarlet thread, the Old Testament. So it's not two different books. It's just one cohesive uh, uh, 66 books. It, it's And it's amazing when, as we're, as we're going through this, our guys, the guy's eyes are just just open to mm-hmm. just such theology and, and and doctrinal studies and so it's really good and yeah. it's really rich I think yeah you get a hunger for it and you just you just can't get enough no so. I can't I was in fact I was explaining to my mother the other night just some things you know how we were going through that and I was explaining these you know she she it was funny because she was going through a study and they're going through the study of Genesis and and she come across this and she actually said it herself the proto euangelion which is Genesis three fifteen I, I can't pronounce uh, it that's why I do this for you right so uh, but she. She was, she was, she got so excited. She said, did you know that the gospel promise was in the early? I said, absolutely. I said, look what God did for Adam and Eve, the mercy that he had for them. Yeah. And here's this sea, this serpent crusher from the very beginning, God had a plan. Yeah, and and really, you think about your mother, and she's not eighteen years old, is she? No, not well. Just a little more than eighteen. Yeah, twenty seven. But, but she's as a, as an older woman, yeah. she's learning these things. Yeah. That. That, that's always been there. We just never really take time to dive in and figure yeah. it out. Absolutely. So that's so. Yes. Thanks for bringing that up. Our guys are going through that every other Monday night, and it's been a good study. I think. Yeah, and I would encourage you at your fellowship to definitely have things to do for you people. If you don't have things to do, the world has plenty yeah. of things to do. Not only for you, but for your children. Yeah. So just always have things going on in your fellowship, Bible studies, right? Uh, just different things well, where is, we grow in yeah. our faith, live life together. Absolutely. Accountability. I mean, I've got to have accountability. Yeah. I gotta have it. Yeah, and it's it's that uh, that Second Timothy model this this pouring into other men, to other men, and to other men, mm-hmm. and that's what we're doing, right? We're doing that, and also women as well. We're doing that. That's not on Monday nights, but it's always we're, we're, we want to we want to be students of the word. We want to love the word. We just want to we want to eat it like it is, like a honeycomb, you know. And that's mm-hmm. that's who we're to be. And so, uh, train. We're just trying to train up men. So, yeah. uh, but. You know, here we are again in, the, in Romans chapter 12. Been, been, you're talking about training up. Man, this has been so great for my soul as far as just practical living. Yeah. Right. Practical living before the face of God. How we're how we're to live upon the altar of God, and we see this. What what does love look like? This is the action of love. This is a spirit of worship, right? This is what our worship is to look like. And so we've been going through this, Phil. I, I think we uh, I think we're ready for verse 16. But do you want to? Yeah. Let's read? yeah. Let's read. Uh, Last week we did, uh, I'll just tell you what we did, rejoice with them, rejoice with them that do rejoice mm-hmm. and weep with them that weep. Let me go and get out of the King James while I'm Please. Thank okay. you. These right. and thou. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll go to 16 and 17. Maybe we'll get through with that. All right. I tell you what, you got the NASB, and I like what yours says better than this. Okay. So yeah, I'll read, read this. It. Yeah, the NASB. I'll just say this. Mine says live in harmony. Mm-hmm. Yours doesn't say that. No, it doesn't. It says uh, be of the same mind. This is verse 16 of chapter 12. Be of the same mind toward one another. Do not be haughty in mind, but associate with the lowly. Do not be wise in your own estimation. Never pay back evil for evil to anyone. Respect what is right in the sight of all men. Yeah, we know as Christians we are we are to be of the same mind. 
when, when I say that, from our, we're talking about doctrine and theology and things sure. like that. Guess what? We ought to be of the same mind when it comes to God's word. Look here, and His one interpretation for each text. We ought to do that. This right here is not what that's talking about. That's right. You know, yes. be, and I think the key is be of the same mind toward one another. Right. So what what is what does that mean? Yeah, in in the context, just kind of looking at this is is as I think it really comes down to this almost the persecution really kind of it's sandwiched in between a couple of verses of persecution here and it's just this being being of the same mind having to you know uh, it's it, it goes to this harmony side of things right it, it, there is this harmony in that right that we first of all we're unified in we're unified in Christ. Right, but this, but but I I think in right here, what Paul is talking about is, is toward one another is 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 having having the mind. Let's say my brother comes to me. Let's say you come to me and you're you're being persecuted within the world. You're weeping. You're rejoicing. Whatever it may be, I need to I need to be in tune with this same mindset that you're in. Right, you're coming to me as a brother in Christ. I want to be of the same mind. I want to I want to I want to leap inside your skin if I can and kind of live that. What what life are you feel Ramsey living at that point? What's going through your mind so that I can think and how to counsel you better and how to weep with you or to rejoice with you, yeah. I think is what he's saying there. Do you think this verse has anything to do with showing partiality? As far as now, now think about this: we are to be we are to be of the same mind again, doctrinally, theologically. Sure. That's not what that's talking about. Right. But we also need to be of the same. When I when I say same mind towards one another, all right, I would say uh, I would say it has something to do. Because there is, what do we do sometimes in our churches? Why do we have all these different churches? Well, we we disagree on uh, we disagree on doctrinal well, issues. Doctrine, but also the secondary issues, tertiary issues. But also, we normally hang around people who look like us and smell yeah, like us. That's true. Yeah. And so, in our churches, in, in the body of Christ, we are sometimes uh, separating on. It could be skin color. Mm-hmm. It could be uh, money. You know, for some reason, I don't know why, but most of your doctors and lawyers, I'm, I'm not, you know, don't hear me out. This isn't a blanket <laughs> no, statement. No, no. But, 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 you know, a lot of times they end up at the bigger churches. Right. And you never really find them. Or you do sometimes, but not as much as, as a smaller church. So I think to be of the same mind, uh, I would say – in the body of Christ, we we need to be of the same mind towards one another. We don't need to to divide. We don't need to show partiality to this person over this person based on who they are, how much money they got, how they're gifted. Uh, I think I, I think that's got something to do with it. First uh, Timothy. Five twenty one. I, I solemnly exhort you in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus and of His chosen angels and angels to maintain these principles without bias, doing nothing in a spirit of partiality. Uh, Romans two eleven says, "For there is no partiality with God." So, I think me. I think that's got something to do with it. You yeah. probably didn't think think of no, that I at think all. I, it, 
there's a couple of uh, there's obviously one interpretation, but there it, it's kind of difficult to see what Paul is actually saying here. I mean, you know, there's I, I agree with you. So what you're saying is is there's let us not have impartiality toward one another. Yeah, whether we're, we're we're yeah, whether we're high on the totem pole or low on the totem pole, because he actually is going to say that right here. You know, associate with the lowly, right? There's going to be that. But and and what I'm saying is is and it may just be just just good uh, doctrine as well, or just good. Uh, 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 church etiquette is is when 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 we see a brother and sister in, in Christ that are hurting, that are rejoicing, that are weeping. May we be let let us leap into their skin. Let us be quick to understand the mindset in which they bring. That way we can also how how do we bring that counsel to them? How do we love them? How do we rejoice with them? How do we weep with them by being of the same mind and 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 really really drawing together. It's like a hub and spoke, right? It's like God is this hub. We're the spokes. We're all out here, but we need to draw near to God. We all need to have this unity in Christ, and we need to we need to be unified as much as we can. And and that's be, a goal is well, to be unified. Yeah, and to be unified, you can't you can't divide or show or create groups within the church. Yeah. And 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 show partiality based on whatever. Well, Paul talked about that in 1 Corinthians, this factionalism. They were you talking about he he was you know there there was this group of people who were talking about, "Hey, we're we're uh we serve we were baptized under Apollos, we serve Cephas, we serve Paul." And Paul's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, we serve Christ. That's who we are, right? We're of Christ. You're not of anybody but of Christ." And so there is that same mindset. We need to be unified. We need Need to be working toward unity within our church. That's what we need to do. We see that, Paul. I mean, uh, the, the as the Holy Spirit and God the Father and Jesus the Son, as they are one, unified perfectly. We see that in the high priestly prayer in John seventeen. This unification, right? We actually talked about that the other day on some text messages. But this I think unification, you could disagree. disagree with me on that. I did not. I agreed. You just looked at it <laughs> from a different. He, he, he uh, didn't standpoint. respond, but anyway. Well, <laughs> you, you hit me at the worst time. No. Uh, so there's there needs to be unity. Yeah. Let me read this real quick. This is in James 2. And see if you can relate to this. All right. My brothers and sisters, do not hold your faith in our glorious Lord Jesus Christ with an attitude of personal favoritism. For if a man comes into your assembly with a gold ring and is dressed in bright clothes and a poor man in dirty clothes also comes in and you pay special attention to the one who is wearing the bright clothes and say, you sit here in this good place. And you say to the poor man, you stand over there or sit down by my footstool. Have you not made distinctions among yourselves and become judges with evil motives? So it's hard to be of the same mind if if we there's division in the body based on things. Now, I've been in I was at a church event one time. And uh, it just so happened, I can't remember exactly what it was, but there was food. It was a Baptist church, so there was food. Awesome. And so there was a lot of people there after the service, and we're all eating in in this area with paper plates and paper cups. And I noticed a couple people going around the corner. I'm like, what's, why are the, what's going on around the corner? And I go around the corner, and I look in this room. Real plates, nice glasses, nice uh tablecloth it's almost like a fine restaurant and i asked uh what's going on in here uh this is where so and so and so and so and so and so they'll be eating just so happen to be the the wealthiest people mm. in that church yeah and so 
Yeah. That doesn't look good. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't look good. Yeah. So uh, you got to be careful. You don't want to show favoritism in the body of Christ. Right. And and it's 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 easy to do that. Right. Uh, I have another friend, you know, he was he was visiting a church and he was he's very he has a position in the community known by everyone, well respected. He was looking for a church home and he visited this one church and this pastor, hey man, I want to take you out to eat. And he just pursued him and finally a few weeks into it, he asked the pastor, you know, about, you know, what, why should I come here? He said, man, we'd love to have somebody like you in this church. And and then the guy said, he knew then, this is not where I need to be. Yeah. Why, why do I need to have somebody like you? Why not the, the guy that's almost homeless or who doesn't have a job? Or can we say the same thing about him? We should. Yeah. But we don't. Mm-hmm. So we got to be of the same mind, and and that flow that, that all that flows from thought of from thought of what we've already studied. You know, unity, body, yeah. gifts. You know, that flows with that. It so, sure does. Anyway, yeah, a, well, and there's a harmony, and and this is with one another. This one another mm-hmm. is within the church because absolutely we, we don't have harmony with the world. We. In fact, we can't have harmony with the world. And here's what I mean by that. Yeah. Preach the gospel, and I can promise you the world's going to hate you. Right? We don't, we, don't, we don't try to go with the way of the world, right, to say, I, I'm, I'm gonna just going to live that way because I want to be in harmony with them. No, we live, because of, we live to, to Christ Jesus. We live to what God's standard is. And, then, and, and nine times out of ten, almost ten times out of ten these days is, is it's going to be against the world. There's not going right. to be harmony. There's not going to be unity, right? It, what do you do when they hate you, by the way? Yeah, you, you continue to— you, you continue to. That's it. Well, you do. You do. You don't repay evil for evil, right? That's right. But but we we can't. We aren't to mean to live in harmony in the world. That's this is not of our world, right? Yeah. This is not our world. We're to live in the world, but not of it. Yeah. And so we we should be we should be uh, what I think we should be continually of the same mind, living in harmony within in Christ, the body of Christ. And, and and this is probably has a historical context too. You know, you think about it is we 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 think about the Gentiles and the Jews coming together. They these these two hated each other. And and this this really needed to be said probably within this church and many churches is is hey, you need to get along. These are these are people who they, they couldn't have been in more animosity to each other. They were calling the Gentiles dogs. That's how bad they were they refer to them as this so what you get is when you come when we're united in christ just like you said you have from the wealthiest of people to the absolute poorest of people and guess what we are all on the same plane yeah we're all same we're all same we're all we're all unified in christ you're, this person is no better than this person over here within the body of Christ. We have different gifts. We exercise different gifts. Paul's already said that. In fact, this person over here has a gift. This lowly person has a gift just, that is in just, just as, as important, important as the. Isn't that Christ? It is. It is. It's good. So Galatians three three twenty eight. There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither slave nor free. There is neither male or female. For you are you are all one in Christ Jesus. And we got to remember that. We, uh, that's a that's a tough one. It's not. It's easy to remember. It's just. It's. It, it seems harder to our our sinful flesh, man. It eats at us all the time. The pride just creeps in all the time, right? And, and it and it creeps in. But we need. We do. We need to bring that to the uh, forefront. Right. So uh, Paul goes on. 
He says, uh, d- uh, do not be haughty in mind. Again, hmm. I, this here's the. I think this is the negative of it, right? This is here. Here's to me. This is the cause of not being in unity of with with others, right? This is the cause here. He says, "Do not be haughty in mind." What happens when we're haughty in mind? You drowned. You know why you drowned? Because your nose stuck up in the air. <laughs> and if it rains, you drown. So this haughty means don't walk around with your nose up in the air thinking you're somebody when you're really yes. you're really yes. you're really not. That's right. There's the pride. Yeah. But that's what happens. That's what I think there's the cause of what how you're not toward the same mind to, to someone. Right? If, if you're haughty, you can't have the same mind. If you're always stuck up and you think you're better than this person, you, of course you're not going to have the same mind as that other person. So Paul gives the negative there, but then he flips it around and gives us the positive. He said, "He says, do not do this, but here's the positive: associate with the lowly." Mm-hmm. What, what's that mean? Well, lowly, uh, I, I would say this: it's somebody's life circumstances. You know what I'm saying? Somebody's maybe. I mean, within the body of Christ, you have a wide variety of people, wide variety of circumstances. And this person's here circumstances may be in a position to where different from this person. So we need to be able to come down, relate, get our nose down, go down, be of the same mind and live life with this person right here. Isn't that ultimately the essence of of Christ? Isn't that what he did? Didn't we see Christ? Oh, yeah. You you preached about it. What I say? Tell me. Philippians. Remember Philippians, what did he do? He yeah. he stepped down out yeah. of heaven, humbled himself mm-hmm. upon a cross. I mean, he and, and what did he do? As he walked this earth, did he go and did he he didn't go and and and, and um be with, with kings and and he had the rightful place to be with kings because he's the king of kings. He didn't do that. Who did he associate with? Sinners, tax collectors, well, the lepers. lepers. Yeah. The blind. This is who Christ did. This is who he 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 was after, right? Not, not not just after. I mean, this is he was to show his glory in that and him healing that. But this is who Christ associated with the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the one who created them was associating with with these people. And this is this is just the attitude of Christ, right? And this is the actions of Christ. This is ultimately what what we're seeing here is how to, is to live out Christ's actions, yeah. what he did. I've got another. I got a lot of stories. Yeah, please today. tell a story. I, <laughs> <laughs> Story time with Phil. <laughs> but I do have another family yeah. member, and he goes to a church. He's been there for a long time. And one of the staff members, and of course, Sonny's a little crazy. You got to understand that. You know, everybody's pulling at the pastor. But there was a staff member there, and every time that they would walk right past my relative, right, and just, and then go right to the person behind them. Or if this staff member did shake this my friend's hand he would be looking around as he shook his hand people can sense that and and we have to be careful as the body of christ not to do same thing if you're talking to somebody in your church or whatever hey listen to them make eye contact with them yeah don't be looking around at who who else that you need to talk to that might can elevate you or you could be seen talking to you got to humble yourself and and be of the same mind. Don't separate. Don't show no partiality. Yeah. 
Love each other. Don't be don't be haughty. Don't be haughty. James says in chapter two that I think maybe you already read this. If you show partiality, you're committing sin. You're convicted of the law as a transgressor. Did you read that earlier? I, you wouldn't listen. I don't guess. But uh, <laughs> I, James two is I did read that verse. Start with verse one. Okay. All right. Just making sure. So we get yeah. that out of the way. <laughs> but this word associate in the Greek, it just means to be led along or to be carried away with something or someone. And I think the idea here in verse 16 is to go along with and associate with others, specifically the lowly is what he's saying, the less fortune, the less advantage. And that's, we need to be accompanying every saint, right? Be the same mind of all, but yet especially those who are, uh, who are uh, on the fringe, Right, those who maybe don't have, don't maybe don't fit inside uh, our cliques, if you will, that maybe doesn't have the same attitude or the same, hey, uh, the uh, uh, as far as the same conversation, maybe not the same job or or uh, the same kind of money or whatnot. It doesn't matter. Uh, we go, we go after those people, right? right? We go, we see those if they're in Christ and, and even outside of Christ, we we associate with them if they're in your church and they they're there. I think it, church just Sunday mornings just kind of just comes to my mind, like you said, is is what, what's our attitude like on Sunday morning? Is it just to come and hear the preacher preach, right? Or or just to, hey, just to talk to a couple of people that I see? Or is it is it a ministry opportunity? We talk about this all the time on Sunday mornings is Sunday mornings is a prime opportunity. It is ministry day that day. Mm-hmm. You know, we, our pastor teaches us all the time. What day, if you're going to skip one day to read the Bible, what's, what day is it going to be? Or what day shouldn't it be? Sunday. Sunday should be the day you're in your word, right? We're, we're ready. We're getting our game face on. We're going to come, and not just to be fed, but we're going to come and we're going to feed others as well. We're going to minister to others. We're going to minister to the lowly. We're going to minister to the haughty as well, to the prideful. When we come to church on Sundays, man, we're going to come. Guess what? The Christians unite. We're we're come the sheep come together and gather together from the from the all flocks of life. Mm-hmm. Engineers, uh, coal mine workers, right? I got I got waste people. I got bankers. We're all coming together with different different attitudes, different skin colors, mm-hmm. different hairdos, different whatever. But if we're united in Christ, and we're to be there, and we're to love on each other, and we're to minister to one another on Sundays. I like what this author said. The idea is not that we should avoid associating with those in high positions of wealth or influence, but as far as our service to them is concerned, we typically have more obligation to associate with the lowly, not because they are more important. That's key. Not because they're more important, but because they are more needy. They're in a different... Hey, they're my, they're in a different situation, and you're not better than them. Don't ever think just because maybe you have a great job, and maybe you like have a make a lot of money and the perfect wife and the perfect kids, and and they don't look. You're no better than them. Come out, get your nose out of the air. Yeah, come down. Yeah, live life, same mind, and everybody That's is it. exactly the same importance. Exactly, extending this gracious Christian hospitality. And love to the end, right? To these lowly people, absolutely. And then Paul comes in right here. This, let's just finish this. Do not be wise in your own estimation. Still with the same thought here, right? This this teachability aspect. Are we teachable, right? Paul says, do not be wise in your own estimation. Uh, then this doesn't mean that we're not to be wise, right? Because we have in Scripture that we're actually supposed to pray for wisdom, right? In James, we see that. We're to pray for wisdom. We talked about this the other night in Matthew chapter 5 in our Bible study, or Matthew chapter 6, where uh, Jesus says, the wise man built his house upon the rock and he obeyed we're to be wise people but he says the emphasis here is but we aren't to be wise in our own estimation mm-hmm. correct that's i think that's the emphasis is emphasis upon own we we can become very opinionated 
in areas where Scripture doesn't speak. We can become elevated on our convi- on our own convictions that aren't necessarily spelled out in Scripture. Do you think you and I are maybe maybe this is talking this, to me and you? This hit me right upside the head, <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah, I was studying today, and then you read something like this in First Corinthians. If anyone imagines that he knows something. Uh, he does not yet know as he ought to know. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm not I, in my household. My family makes fun of me. I'm not short on opinions. I, you know, we're in discussions. I've always got something to say. Maybe I just need to shut up every once in a while. My important, my uh, my opinion isn't necessarily does not need to be heard. Yeah. And so, and so that spoke to me today. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Take that correction and that rebuke from the Word of God, yeah. and and really try to pay attention to uh, two ears, one mouth. I don't have to input on every situation. Yeah, you know, struggle for Le- me. Talk less, listen more. Right? Yeah. I mean, that's what we do. Not being a know-it-all. Close us out. Hey, uh, if you want to, uh, our website is lifesongradio.com. Yep. You can watch there. We're on Facebook Live, eight o'clock Sunday mornings. YouTube Live. Uh, Sunday nights at 7 p.m. Mm-hmm. Our local TV in the Mid-South, Channel 14 on uh, U-verse, U-verse Comcast, uh, Satellite, and Channel 23. So yeah. we're, we, we're glad you came. Yes. Uh, we tell a friend about the show, Please. and uh, we'd love to hear from you. But anyway, we'll see you next week for another edition of Live Song Radio.